This is Taylor Talk, the number one Taylor Swift podcast brought to you by taylortalk.org. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 115 of Taylor Talk, the Taylor Swift podcast. This is Adam. And I'm Diane. And we're here to chat with you guys about the Golden Globes, which took place earlier tonight. But first, I got a joke for you. What? What does Taylor do when she's running late? Oh, she runs swiftly. (laughs) Well, she moves swiftly, but yeah, that's close. That was a joke submitted by Shania, so thank you for that. It made me laugh. That was cute. I liked it. Yeah, it was good. So, Diane, can you tell us uh, what's been going on in the Taylor Swift news lately? Well, first of all, Variety Magazine released a new interview with Taylor Swift where she talks about the Golden Globes and her creative process. Taylor said, it's the creative part of music making that I could never live without. Well, to me, that's good to hear because it seems like that we'll be getting a lots of Taylor music for a long time. Yeah, well, we've discussed in the past that uh, we feel Taylor is going to be around for a long time. She's not going to be one of those fads. She's kind of here for the long run. Yeah. So I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. And lastly in the news, the Grammy lineup was announced and Taylor Swift is performing. You can watch her performance on the 56th Annual Grammy Awards on Sunday, January 26th. They will be broadcast live on CBS at 8 p.m. And the telecast will also be covered online at Grammy.com and CBS.com. Taylor is nominated for four Grammys. Radio.com released a video for her Album of the Year Grammy nomination entitled Inside Album of the Year Taylor Swift. The video details the Red Album's journey from inception to completion. Be sure to check out the video on taylortalk.org slash episode 115. So Taylor is performing. Yes, that's yes. what it seems to be. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, no, I was just thinking that this is a good opportunity to point out to, uh, you know, the fact that you shouldn't always believe what you see online. Because in this case, I actually, I guess, fell victim to Twitter rumors in that I, I thought Taylor was confirmed to perform at the Grammys a long time ago. I did too, like months ago. And I don't think this news came out until I want to say last Tuesday or Wednesday. So it is very recent that she was um, um, announced to perform at the Grammys. Yeah, well, I mean, we've had uh, on uh, past episodes discussions about what we think she'll perform. And people have even submitted things to us on what they think she will perform and like just based on that and all the talk on twitter and on social networks and things like that like i thought she was performing but well now i don't feel so dumb because it was officially announced so she is performing so so the rumors turned out to be true yeah it's always nice when that happens exactly so as promised we're here to talk to you guys about the golden globes which took place earlier this evening we're recording on uh, sunday the 12th here right one day before swift day I just realized this episode is going to be released on the 13th. Well, happy Swift Day, guys. Happy Swift Day, everybody. (laughs) So the night opened up with a tweet from Taylor. At least this opened up for the the Swifty world with a tweet from Taylor where she quoted her brother Austin saying, apparently the Golden Globes red carpet flooded. Let's just go in our jammies this year. It'd be so much more comfortable. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Did it actually flood? I want to know why that happened because to my knowledge, it wasn't raining. Maybe they just had a pipe malfunction. I don't know. Um, but that would have been funny if they showed up in their PJs. It would have been, but they didn't show up in their PJs. No. Taylor showed up in a uh, red Carolina Herrera dress. Ooh. I sound so fancy saying that. Such a fancy name. So Is my female name? co-host, since I'm not a good judge of dresses, what did you think? I thought it was different. It was um, 
kind of plain in terms of color. It was just plain red with with a black band on the bust area, and it had like a red a red sash in the back. Um, it was almost like a A line type dress, so it was big. I have no idea what that means. A line. <laughs> it looks like an A. Okay. You know how it kind of goes out on the side. See, like I just have I just have so much trouble. I'm so used to Taylor wearing such elegant dresses all the time that I'm just like, ah, it's a dress that Taylor. She looks fantastic, but I can't really identify what about it looks fantastic or not. I mean, she looks good in everything, so it's really hard to judge based on what she's wearing. Because I mean, she's gorgeous, and well, whatever she wears, she looks good in. You think she would have looked good in uh, Jennifer Jamie's? Lawrence's like? Uh, Ariel, the Little Mermaid dress. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Taylor would wear that. I don't know. That's that's too. I don't even know what that was. I mean, I don't know. Just for it the sake like of Ariel. not, just for the sake of not confusing people, what we're talking about is Jennifer Lawrence came in a white dress that had these sort of, they looked like ropes going around it, and it looked like Ariel in the Little Mermaid when she comes on land and she's just wrapped up in like a bag with ropes around it. <laughs> Well, she looked a little bit more put together than Ariel, but yes, similar type look there. Yeah, and speaking of Jennifer Lawrence, I, the my personal highlight of the night was when she photobombed Taylor coming up uh, behind her while she was talking to Ryan Seacrest. Jennifer Lawrence looked like such a creeper. It was really funny. It, she did. <laughs> and the dialogue, which was published online after the fact, maybe we should... Why don't we go through it? Do you, do you want to be Jennifer or Taylor? Um... I'll be Taylor because I feel like you can pull off Jen, her craziness better. Her craziness? Yeah. Okay, so I am I am Jennifer Lawrence, everybody. <laughs> Let me clear my throat, do my best Taylor Swift impression. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I hope you don't expect me to sound like Jennifer Lawrence. I think I've got a deeper voice than she does, Just but I'll, I'll bit, try. Yeah. All right, here it goes. I was going to push you down the stairs. You should have. People would love that. I was like, she'll crack up. People would think that's so funny. Oh, sorry, there's a ro- random Ryan in here, Ryan Seacrest. Have you ever been to her concert? And then back to Jennifer. No, she has never invited me. I've invited you so many times. <laughs> All right, so that's more or less the dialogue and how it went. I thought it was pretty funny because, um, well, of course she wasn't really going to push her down the stairs, but that would have been that would have been absolutely that horrid. Been awful. <laughs> that would have been terrible. I don't think people would have loved that. I think Taylor would have been like, what the heck are you doing? I thought we were friends. We're not friends. You're not my friend anymore. You pushed me down the stairs while I was talking to Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> oh, they're silly. But either way, that has definitely made the viral vine of the night. Like, there's someone took a vine of it, which, you know, those short video clips. Yeah. And it's been circulating online with Jennifer Lawrence coming up, sneaking up behind Taylor, making funny faces and stuff. It's really, really funny. Can we can we put that in the uh, show notes? Yes, we can. Okay. Diane, do that for me. Thank I will, you. I will get on that ASAP. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. If you guys didn't get a chance to see that, it will be in the show notes at uh, taylortalk.org slash episode 115. So let's talk about the awards themselves. Now, Taylor attended because she was, in fact, nominated for Best Original Song for Sweeter Than Fiction. But the award went to U2 and Bono for writing Ordinary Love from the movie Mandela, which, of course, is the story of Nelson Mandela. Yeah. Now, I feel kind of bad. Like, I would have loved to see Taylor win it, but I I don't know if I necessarily disagree with the decision to give it to uh, you two. So you're saying, Adam, as the host of Taylor Talk, as a diehard Swifty, you would not give a Golden Globe to Taylor Swift? Is that what you're saying right now? 
Well, of course I would give a globe to Taylor Swift if I were in charge, but I'm not the one in charge. Yeah, I know. And I just, you know, when we had our first Sweeter Than Fiction discussion when it first came out, I mentioned my personal opinion that I think it sounds like it comes from like a Hillary Duff in Europe movie. Yeah, it's very poppy, very fun. And I almost feel like it was, the song was maybe too lighthearted for the you know, for that group, because it's very serious, you know, the whole Golden Globes best original song, which should be something that's like epic and powerful and just kind of intense. And Taylor's song was great, but it wasn't, I don't think it was in the same like genre, I almost want to say, of seriousness. Do you know what I'm trying yeah, to Yeah, no, it wasn't powerful. Yeah. Like what would have fit in that category had it been for in a movie would be like State of Grace, <laughs> something like that. That's more powerful. And, and, you know, doesn't make me picture Hillary Duff riding on the back of some European boy's moped down a cobblestone street. <laughs> so, um, something I thought that was really summed it up, too, is our, our good buddy over at the SwiftAgency.com tweeted and said, overwhelming odds, really. You two writing a song for Mandela, you can't really blame the F- HFPA for their choice. That's true. Yeah. So the HFPA, for those who don't know is who everybody that won an award was thanking if you were watching. It's the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, which is basically a group of about 90 or so journalists that put together the Golden Globes. They're all entertainment journalists. So when it comes down to it, I I picture in my head when I'm thinking journalists, I'm thinking of like legit critics. And like where Taylor's song is probably my favorite of the group from an unbiased perspective because I really love it, critics always seem to have a different opinion from the rest of us. I don't know where they get their thoughts from. It's like they pick these like off the wall things to make comments on. And it's like, oh, I never thought of that. Like that wasn't my first impression. I don't know. I don't know where they get their brain from. I don't either. (laughs) But I just thought it was really interesting thinking about that. So now it wouldn't be the Golden Globes without any controversy, right? Right. What happened? There's always the controversy. So you remember last year, Tina Fey made a comment about Taylor Swift and said, stay away from Michael J. Fox's son, who was Mr. Golden Globe last year. He was Mr. Golden Globe? Last year. What is that? I don't know. Oh. Some that... some honorary award of some <laughs> sort. <laughs> that, that makes it sound like a pageant. Right? Um, yeah, that's not the point, though. Okay. <laughs> so Tina Fey made a comment, stay away from Michael J. Fox's son, and Taylor actually took offense to that. And, of course, in an interview stated a quote that she learned from why am i drawing a blank on katie couric katie couric but it's not katie's quote it's something that a former secretary of state said i'm not sure but that's where taylor learned it it but either way taylor said there's a special place in hell for women who don't help other women right figuring that was unfair of um tina fey to make that comment about her because that was a very derogatory comment exactly woman yeah now this year's golden globes were hosted again by tina fey and amy poehler and after amy poehler finally won a golden globe for her her work on parks and recreation tina fey replied to her and said i love you and there's a special place in hell for you so what what did she mean by that comment i love you and there's a special place in hell for you is she being ironic like saying she doesn't love her or she's saying i love her Taylor, you were wrong by that comment. I actually love you, too. Because there's a reference to the comment that Taylor made. I don't know. know. Like, from what I've been reading online, it could go either of two ways. It could have been Tina Fey taking a shot at Taylor Swift. Or it 
some people have actually suggested online maybe there's like an inside joke between the two of them at this point as a result of this. I mean, Taylor, I noticed from just her life, she's not the type of person to just hate someone forever. Like, she always seems to, I don't know, just like get back with people kind of that she has problems with. You know, she kind of lets it go. I guess I just think there's some sort of something going on in the celebrity culture that we don't know about where they speak amongst themselves. And like I've said multiple times, I think that Taylor and Harry Styles are cordial based on their interactions where a lot of people see her comments on stage and things. So I think it could have been the same thing. I think it could have been something that was misinterpreted last year and has become sort of an inside joke this year. That's possible because I think for most of the people watching to get the joke, they would have had to know a lot about Taylor. And I think that joke wouldn't have worked with most people because they wouldn't have known what she meant. Yeah, I mean, I I guess we'll see. They wouldn't be. um, They wouldn't know what she was talking about. I guess I guess we'll just see what comes out in the news in the next couple days. Um, Obviously, we're recording this, you know, shortly after the Golden Globes ended. So there hasn't been a whole lot published on it yet. But. I am really curious to know whether or not that was like something derogatory towards Taylor, whether it was meant as a joke, whether they're on good terms. Because, I mean, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, I, from what I understand, they don't seem to be bad people. No, they're not. They just like make they're jokes. They're comedians. Yeah. They crack jokes. It's what they do for a living. So I don't know if that was necessarily meant with any malice towards Taylor. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So... Taylor did not win tonight, like I said a few minutes ago. So one thing I'm curious about, moving on with the discussion. Sorry, that was a terrible transition. But it's okay. <laughs> People know that we're moving on. They've got the idea. Yeah, whatever. Stop, 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 stop. Now you're just making it worse because you're, you're – never mind. Anyway, so the Oscars are coming up soon. On January 16th, the Oscar nominations are going to be announced. So based on the fact that Taylor was nominated for Golden Globe for uh, Sweeter Than Fiction, did not win – what do you think the odds are of Taylor being nominated for an Oscar? I feel like we have a 45 to 60% chance, which is a How Oscar. do you come up with that? You, you made that stat up on the spot. <laughs> I did. I did. Um, I, don't, I just, I mean, I feel like she has a chance because the song is great. It's in a great movie. It's, you know, it was... But then I also feel like she doesn't have that good of a chance considering that she didn't win tonight. Yeah, but again, it's two totally different, two totally different organizations like the HFPA, which does the Golden Globes, is a group of 90 or so journalists and critics and things like that, where the Oscars are made up of about 6,000 members of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Right. That makes sense. But um. Most of the time, the people that 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 they pick for each show ends up sort of being the same type of people. You know what I mean? Like it's possible that they could pick Taylor because the Golden Globes pick Taylor. Uh, I guess, but I mean, when you've got a pool of six thousand people voting versus ninety people voting, you know, there's definitely a high chance of different of a different outcome. Yeah, that's true. So I'm curious to see if it's different. Like, I would like to see her nominated for an Oscar. I would like to see her win an Oscar. Right, but we just don't know if that's going to happen. We 
I mean, at least this year. I mean, it could happen later, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a tough call. I, I would really like to see it happen. I mean, Taylor's kind of conquering the world. Now that she finally has an ACA, she's got like every music award you can get. She's got so. the biggest award ever, the ACA. I know, the most important <laughs> award. Oh, the ACAs are such great award show. <laughs> Sense the sarcasm in my voice there, people. ACAs. Anyway. <laughs> but, I mean, she hasn't, to my knowledge really got many awards outside of the music realm like particularly in the movie field so like i mean do you think that's a goal she set her eye on is that why she's writing music for movies is that why she's trying to get into acting like what is i definitely think it's something that she wouldn't say no to like who in their right mind would say no to the chance of winning an oscar um but i just i just don't know if this is her year or not i i i hope it is because i would love to see that but just thinking about all the other songs that are out there i just don't know well maybe one day she'll get into podcasting like us and she'll actually get to win a podcast award oh god that'd be nice right <laughs> <laughs> note the bitterness in my voice still from it's that. okay it's okay it's okay so i think that just about wraps up the golden globe discussion of course we would love to hear from you guys if you have any different opinions from ours you know and for those of you listening in the future after January 16th, you already know if Taylor got an Oscar nomination, so don't judge us on our accurate or inaccurate assumptions. Yes. Um, it looks like the Oscar nominations will be announced this Thursday, January 16th, at 5.30 a.m., so bright and early. Who is waking up for that? You are. <laughs> Not. <laughs> Taylor Swift is, to find out. Yeah, maybe. I, I want to make a firm prediction, though. O- Oscar nomination, yes or no, Diane? What? Yes, let's just do it. I'm going to be positive. Yes. I'm going to say yes also. Okay, guys. Two yeses from the Taylor Talk team. And you know how much that means. Not very much at all. But we'll (laughs) pretend like it does. So, carrying on with our episode, we're on to our mini segments. The first one we're going to play for you is a voicemail from Addie and Leah. So, take it away. Hi, Taylor Talk. I'm Addie. And I'm Leah. You know you're a Swifty when... You're supposed to be doing math homework, but you just can't stop listening to Taylor talk and obsessing over Taylor Swift. Now, note to any parents out there in the audience, I do not condone the, I don't know, how do I word this? Procrastination. Procrastination of homework. Do your homework. Get good grades. Wink, wink. And then you can listen to Taylor talk when that'll all be your like homework is that'll done. be like the reward. And of course, we support obsessing over Taylor Swift. That's everything that we do here on the show is obsessing over Taylor Swift. That's why we have a show. Yep. So we definitely support obsessing over Taylor Swift and listening to Taylor talk. But don't let your grades slip as a result of that. Okay. <laughs> That's my disclaimer for the day, just so parents can't blame us for their kids doing poorly in school. Adam, you just. <laughs> yeah, you just covered everything there, didn't you? Okay, okay. <laughs> this next one comes from Sophie via email, and she says, You know you're a Swifty when you're singing along to a Taylor Swift song in the car so loud that even after your dad turns the radio off and you still keep singing, your little brother is still screaming, Turn the radio off! Ah, turn it off, turn it off, make it stop, get that Taylor Swift off the radio! That's a good impression. Thank you. I'm sure that's what her brother sounds like exactly. I don't know. I made it up. All right. Next one. Hopeless Romantic 1213 messaged us on Taylor Connect and said, If Swifties ruled the world, Long Live would be the national anthem. And instead of holding your arm to your chest while you sing it, you would make a heart shape with your hands. I feel like that would be so much more peaceful, making a heart shape. 
That's so like welcoming and loving. I like it. We should all do it. Maybe that'll be like the next. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to suggest it to the president. Mr. Priz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this next one comes from Annabelle, also via email. And she says, you know, you're Swifty when you spend hours manually subtitling, t- subtitling the entire Speak Now tour DVD for your parents whose first language isn't English so that they can appreciate Taylor's awesome and beautiful lyrics. That is awesome. That's really cool. I want to know what language uh, she translated into because wouldn't it be funny if after all that work she realized that there were subtitles in her parents' uh, native language? Oh, that'd be awful. (laughs) I really hope for her sake, just for the sake of her brain, that it's not there. I appreciate the dedication, though. (laughs) I think that is awesome. And on a random side note, I really like her name, Annabelle. I think it just sounds nice. Annabelle. Annabelle. So thank you for emailing that, Annabelle. Next one is an email from Sunny who said, you know you're a Swifty when you're inside the classroom and your teacher plays a Taylor Swift song and nobody except for you is jumping up and down. Why did your teacher play a Taylor Swift song in class? Well, who cares? That's not the point. Why aren't your classmates jumping up and down with you? <laughs> that, that's unacceptable. They should be jumping up and down. Next one is a voicemail from at Taylor is a maze. Hi, Taylor Talk. This is at Taylor is a maze on Twitter and Taylor Potter on Taylor Connect. And I think you know you're a Swifty one. You know you're a Swifty one. You start like jamming out to Taylor in the refrigerator light when you hear your mini set mint submission read on Taylor Talk or you hear your own voice. Like I'm doing right now. Anyways, thanks for the awesome shows. Bye. I really appreciate all the support we get from you guys. I mean, both voicemails today. One of you uh, is is getting excited about your submission being read. And the other one, you're skipping out on homework to listen to us. I love the dedication, guys. It's awesome. It's really sweet. Like thank you for too. that. Seriously, thank you. All right, this next one comes from Nozomi via email, and he says, You know you're Swifty when you can tell the difference between Treacherous and Treacherous original demo recording just by listening to the song. Ooh. There's a difference? Um, apparently he knows, so why don't you ask him? <laughs> <laughs> All he right. has good ears. All right, and the last one, Marissa text, text messaged us and said, You know you're Swifty when you see a good tweet, but it already has 13 retweets, and you just don't want to disrupt that perfect perfectness perfection i think it should be perfection but that's okay we'll let that one slide (laughs) i'm actually definitely a culprit i've done that i've seen like 13 retweets and i'm like oh nope i'm not gonna be the one to be 14 yeah no i really have but if it's a good tweet you should share it with the world yeah but 13 people already have that's a lucky number it's fine all right whatever makes you happy so thank you to everyone who sent those in especially the voicemails because we love being able to play your voicemails here on the show so everyone can hear your voices instead of just us rambling on and on you mean you rambling on and on and the rest of us giving out beautiful content no 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 (laughs) i'm kidding all right one last segment before we get going we have what are swifties listening to which is of course a segment where listeners of taylor talk will suggest artists they're listening to that are not taylor swift that way you guys can give them a shot now we got an email from taylor from australia who said well swifties are listening to dear jane of course the song make your move Woo, 
dear Jane. Dear Jane. So just to give background on that really quick, Taylor is a long-term Taylor Talk listener who was recently here in Vegas with the guitarist from Dear Jane, Andy, or Andrea, and hung out with Diane and I, and that was a lot of fun that we, the four of us got to hang out. And so I definitely support checking out Dear Jane because they're super cool. And on a random side note, for those of you who may have seen the tweet I tweeted where I said, Something about hanging out with Taylor and Andrea tonight, dot, dot, dot. No, not that Taylor and Andrea. <laughs> I was actually referring to this Taylor and Andrea, the guitarist from Dear Jane. So Yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, they, they, their names are Taylor and Andrea, so it'll be easy for you guys to remember. But Dear Jane, the song is called Make Your Move. I don't have anything else to say. That's a first. Mm, nah. so thank you to everyone who submitted something remember guys there are a multitude of ways you can contact us if you'd like to give us feedback or submit to the mini segments or just to say hi because we'd love to hear from you you can email us taylortalk at taylorswift13.org you can tweet us facebook us or taylor connect us all to username taylortalk13 you can ask us a question on ask.fm that's ask.fm slash taylor talk 13 if you're in the u.s or canada you can leave us a voicemail or a text message to area code 240-31-SWIFT and for those of you in the rest of the world that don't want those international rates you can leave us a voicemail directly on taylortalk.org there's a button on the side that says send voicemail or leave a voicemail i can't remember exactly what it says but you can leave us a voicemail directly on the website that's completely free of charge for anyone in the world so we're looking forward to hearing from you guys but for now it's time to say goodbye and wrap up episode 115 of taylor talk so for episode 115 of taylor talk this has been adam and i'm diane saying have a great day guys bye 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 guys this podcast is not directly affiliated with taylor swift